welcome to the What's Up Podcast. But $500 mic stands? Someday, my friend. Someday. A podcaster's got a dream. When it can just be like that. Sometimes you go to the doctor and it costs you $500 and you don't even realize it. Uh-huh. That's just for a fucking ear infection. So what's yeah. $500 on a mic stand? You got stand? some antibiotics and like a... And a little pat on the back. Right. Good on you. I'm a yeah. doctor. I'd rather have the mic stand. Yeah. You know what? I'll fight that ear infection off myself. I can. It'll make me stronger for the experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm actually the better person now. Right? <laughs> I can talk myself into fucking anything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See how that works? Yeah. That's called mental gymnastics I, that, right there. <laughs> I just That's uh, reasoning, enabling, and a whole bunch of other bad shit. Oh, man. Just did a backflip. <laughs> it's actually disassociative behavior to a certain extent. Really? I don't know. Probably is. It, if it is, then we're fucked. I'm dem- probably just shut it down. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know if I've ever been accused of being dis dis disassociative. Disassociative, but right. it's definitely a possibility. It's it's a condition not to be uh, envied. That's for sure. Really. Yeah, it's like a disassociation with what is reality or who is yourself. Uh, when you cannot rectify, when your your brain just for some reason lacks the software that to bridge that gap and create the ego, um, you sometimes have problems fits with that uh it would be very very hellish wow yeah i didn't even know that existed oh yeah disassociative disorder then there are certain drugs that mimic mimic that and they're known as disassociatives like i can't think of many Uh, ketamine is probably a disassociative okay uh getting wet right right (laughs) yeah i think that's the street it's a form of pcp or something uh I don't know that it's that. It was designed to be a general anesthetic for like uh, veterinary surgery, oh, horses yeah. and things like that. There's like a large. In fact, they still use it. Well, isn't there like a heroin like that's um, fentanyl? Fentanyl. That fentanyl. was like a horse tranquilizer or something. Fentanyl. No, a horse tranquilizer would be like ketamine. Uh, oh. Fentanyl is is an opiate, but it's like a thousand times more potent than heroin. And if you take heroin on this or fentanyl on the scale that you would take heroin like it's (laughs) that's why people die yeah Yeah. a lot of people die yeah it's unbelievable it's pretty much pulp fiction there's there's patches right that they give it to people in patches that might be i don't know uh, i know i don't know the used to extract it from patches i heard a story of a guy that maybe that's how they passed away i don't know yeah totally i don't have no idea about that that stuff yeah yeah no 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 veterinary drugs heroin's bad enough fentanyl fentanyl killed prince Yes, okay. Fentanyl killed Jackson. Fentanyl killed Michael Jackson. Okay, so if you're like a music fan and you don't like the fact that those people are dead, yeah, blame fentanyl. Yeah, no shit. Blame the doctors that gave them fentanyl. We can't come up with a different alternative to get the fucking horse knocked yeah. out to like you right. know. Well, yeah. And, well, for the veterinaries, it's just don't stop. Stop giving it to people. Yeah, no shit. Well, people. It probably steal it. has its place medically, you know, and and should belong somewhere, whether it's veterinary or if you got to knock a whale out yeah, and no give shit. it surgery or something. Lock or, it up behind know, a titanium door. Exactly, right. It's, it's give it a fucking serial number. It's the uh, the illegal market created by uh well, you know, okay, let's follow the money. It's uh, a market that's created by a want for heroin. Yeah. If they give you gave the, if they have heroin, they don't need fentanyl. Yeah. So the, a shortage of heroin would give you a rise in synthetics, uh, things that are m- meant to do the same job, but mm-hmm. maybe cost a little more. And I bet fentanyl probably is more expensive. But, but it's used uh, is more of like a, uh, it's more evasive. Like for the people that are receiving it or like they must be on, their pain scale must be, if you can't do it with like, yeah. if you can't do it with like a morphine or like right? a lauded or how, oh, how, you know, pain management on a scale of like yeah, a, and, a, a burn and actually, victim. I wouldn't, I wouldn't intend to take, 
medication away from the people who actually need it. But yeah. that, you know, that's a sliding scale. That's when these kinds of things might be used to to good effect. But you don't give it for, you know, something that's not. Yeah, no shit. That's not that. Who the fuck was the first person that was like, "Well, work good on Ed, <laughs> yeah. the horse." You know. You know what we need is something a thousand times yeah. more powerful recreationally. Great. Yeah, perfect. Great. Let's just bottle that up and yeah. make it easy to drink. And, and there's always such double standards about drugs in America in particular. And I don't want to play into any of that. But, you know, certain they, they just they have their time and place. Every drug actually has a job and has a thing to do. And fentanyl in, in the hands of a heroin user is it's just it's. It just doesn't belong there. Like, if, if you're going to be a heroin user, all right, fine. They if give, you want to make that decision, then you need heroin. What you don't need is fentanyl. Yeah, they give heroin addicts fentanyl? I don't know that they do. But, but they but seek it out? Sometimes it's sold in place of. Oh, I did oh, I explain that? No. Sometimes it's it's sold in place of. Oh, okay. Like right. On the street? Yeah, yeah. Like in the illicit trades. That sounds, where, that sounds right. Where, again, you fall victim to, well, it's not legal and it's That's not regulated. That's how people are dying, right? It's, it's not legal. It's not regulated. So we have no harm reduction. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm feeling? Like, yeah, um, exactly. Now we, now we have no testing. We don't know what this is. Yeah, exactly. But it's being sold illegally on the streets. Well, yeah, it's illegal across the board, but... Now we don't know what it is. Like, it could be fentanyl, it could be heroin. These people are. It's a. Uh, it's fucking crazy. You hear about it's like killing. You hear about a veter- lot of fucking people. Yeah, you hear about people knocking off veterinary stores and, you know. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's a certain amount of that happens. Oh, it it does. Across that's probably happened quite a bit. That you hear about it even on a local level, man. Yeah. I've heard about it a few times. There's a local story. You know, someone that was close to me that supposedly allegedly was either coming from a robbery of that uh and or going to and he ended up getting in like a gunfight with police officers great and then uh yeah and then supposedly or uh, allegedly him and his girlfriend committed suicide either he shot her oh shit and then he shot himself oh Uh, great yeah every that's gonna ring a bell for a lot of people uh but (laughs) hearing that and knowing the person that it was it just didn't fucking match up to me i just couldn't i still to this day i can't fathom it but I lost touch with him for like a while. Like knowing that person, yeah. That but you I lost would, touch you would with never him. have assumed exactly that that would have been the outcome. He was a fucking smart dude, and he was like a bright guy. He like sure. bright, like smile, face, everything, like okay. everything about him. He was just a he was an upbeat guy. He always he always seemed like he had something figured out that everyone else didn't. You know, sure. he was one of those kind of guys growing up. Yeah. And then you hear that shit, and it's just like this is unfucking believable, man. Isn't it that when when that when those ones happens? There's ones that you could have called them all along, and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, okay, big surprise yep. there, exactly, you know. But then there, not, there will be. It's usually not the case, though. It always happens to the best, most like outgoing. There will be those outliers. Yeah, those, uh, those ones that no one could have called in a million years. Like that kid was set up for success from day one, and ugh. just wasn't just wasn't afraid of drugs. It's, it's uh, like you could do. Uh, you know how VH1 does it behind the music of like bands that pretty well, it's pretty much behind the blow. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. But like you know, we could do that for almost every graduating class at the ten year reunion. Is yeah. essentially do a behind the music of like the the kids that you knew <laughs> yeah. were absolutely like winners. Like these yep. kids got it. You know. Yep, they're going Let's places. see what actually happened. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we start in 1997 at a bonfire. <laughs> Yeah, here he sits on a tire, drinking a Coors Light. Right, he is executing a keg flip. So it's like a keg stand, but highly more technical. Party at the Moon Tower and a nine point five from the Romanian judges. <laughs> Straight. That kid's got guts. All right. Yeah. yeah, he's got what it takes. I tell you that much. And then yeah, 
they just crash and burn or, or who knows <sighs> who knows I, i'm always rooting for people you know don't mm. get me wrong like i want for people to succeed i love to watch people succeed but you, with with success has to come a certain amount of failure that happens around you like that's the only way that we know that you're succeeding i think there's like a misconception to people that don't see a, an out like they don't feel they don't know that things are obtainable because no one around them they've never seen anybody succeed. Sure, yeah, so, oh, big time, and that plays a big part in oh god, feeling yeah. good. You that, know that you, when you define your entire reality, where the upper limit is something you have to have an example of, and if the upper upper limit is like, you know what, your grandfather who was like uh, something, you know, many years ago before it was. Even if you didn't have a relationship with your grandparents, just your, you know, your grandparents big, right. your grandparents are usually fairly settled down. So you see a lot of like broken families go back to the grandparents in my, in my experience. Okay. Okay. I'll buy know? that. I'll buy but that. But then the parents still just haven't gotten it out of their system, you know, or like the circle they're in, you know, usually when people are in this sort of situation where, uh, there's like higher poverty, maybe a little bit of drug abuse or alcohol abuse and maybe like more blue collar, uh, you know, uh, more labor style right. you know class of people yeah and every once in a while you get the straight laced guys that are just happy that are just like that mm -hmm. but then every every once in a while you get the people that are like over intelligent uh you know very witty they always they usually stand out in school as like you know not having clashes with people but right. it's in like you see their surroundings and it's like kind of how street smarts are grown absolutely but then those people never see the outcome like they have all the they have the like you know they have the knowledge and they have the they have everything inside that they need, but they never mm -hmm. have seen anyone succeed. And not by college, because fuck college. I'm not saying, I'm talking about like being a general feeling of success. Exactly. And, uh, uh, like being, waking up the better the the next day, you know, going going to bed and waking up uh, better off in the world the next day sure. for a decent amount of time. Sure. Yeah. 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 And then when you don't see that, sustained it becomes normal. That. This like lull becomes a normal because no one around you is trying new things or working to be anything better. Right. What are, so you, that, what are you to aspire to? Where's your source of creativity? Like, yeah, exactly. Everyone needs that seed. Everyone has it too, and but you can, it can easily be. It's not to say it won't happen, but it's a lot less likely to happen when you're not stimulated by your environment. Exactly. Exactly. Your environment, if it's stimulating... You will be stimulated. Like it needs to exist. It needs <laughs> you know? to exist for you to see. Because no matter if you're yeah. whatever style of learner you are, if you you people lead by example, you you see someone doing something and then you emulate sure. it to become more successful. Sure, that's me. I, there may be other ways. That's but human. It all comes exactly. That's it all comes humans. back to that. I that's agree. what we all do. Exactly. Uh, it's been the it's been the denial, the forgetting, and the and the straying from that that I believe has created a lot of our varying neuroses mm -hmm. as a species in the last 100, 250 years. But from back until really we've still competed with nature and we're still in a much more uh, balanced state. It's only been a few hundred years before, you know, since well, that was sort of the case. Exactly. But now we have we find ourselves at a great disequilibrium with our environment with our elders uh, with our elders with our our sense of where we came from where we're going we're all very confused everybody's heading in their own little direction it reminds me of uh, you know zooming in on a little petri dish of bacteria and they're all just kind of doing their thing right like they have no coordinating force exactly when we are better as a species is when we act more like an ant colony where we just kind of all sort of la 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 and, and and plot along 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 a uh like a shared purpose. But the ant larvae or larva sure. stopped listening to their parents because they <laughs> wanted to play fucking, you know, uh they wanted to play 
uh, Candy Crush on their fucking ant right. iPads. Right, so yeah. then the stories. I'm not a parent, so I, I have to tread lightly here. But yeah, but I'm, it doesn't make me stupid. It doesn't and I will even, comment. I don't it. think that even my gener my children's generation. I'm saying our generation. Like, there's a large separation of um, you and your and your your older family members. Like, you don't communicate sure. with your grandparents like people used to. You know, my parents in, in our house it was always card games. I stuff. got I got lucky in that in that my, my I had the the back end of all of that. Like I, yeah. I, I kind of got the last grasping like uh, grandparent centric. You did upbringing. because that's what the, we were the last generation to have it. Yeah, it doesn't really happen. Well, you might they might you might be around your grandparents now. These kids that are sure, like yeah. you know uh, born in the late ninety or born in late nineties and things. But they're not going to be able to connect like I used to connect with my grandpa because right, yeah. there wasn't all this crazy technology out there. It was like fucking Nickelodeon for me. And my grandpa was driving tractors, so I was more interested in the tractors than Nickelodeon. Now, grandparents have a a fucking like brainwashing to to compare com compete with essentially i think yes there is that there is that i'm 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 only i'm only playing devil's advocate here and in that you know you can't derive uh causation from correlation and in that the the in this time in this time saying that the rise of technology and things like that and 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 Blaming that on a disconnect with no with no no grandparents. no yeah no and I'm not I guess I'm not blaming the disconnect with your I'm grandparents not on technology wrong, by any no means. no I know what you mean by any means I guess I was you just might, you might be right I was just going down that alley but I'm saying it's something you might, to, like you might be right it's something to observe that at some point there was a uh, a shift something something happened um there was you know like we had talked about this pass down of tradition this yeah. pass down of of traits sure this communication with your your elders and say your grandparents or your parents right I just feel like I'm not saying it's technology to blame. But I see what you're saying. It may I, it be. came across, you know, I, it, it definitely may be. You're right. Yeah. Like, uh, I see why you said it. Yeah, but it but it has to have some effect, whether it's negative or not. Absolutely has to. That's my grandma's the, on yeah. Facebook, and the, I see the, a lot more of her than I probably would if it's not. So there is a different. There is a definite the side. The change in how we live our lives has gone deep enough that you can say with confidence in any example, has it changed life? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, unequivocally, yes. Exactly. I think my the question that I'd like to get from it or the answer I'd like to get from it is, you know, um, how will we pass down tradition yeah. with the way people communicate these days, you know? Right. So that's the real question. Will is, it all be done in emojis? Is it going to be a gonna... fucking server file we all have access to? Yeah. I mean, is it essentially uh, Google? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Is Google our grandma now? <clears throat> this could be, that's the is, Will Google be a is deity? Google, is Google my grandpa? Years, in a hundred years, will we be wish worshiping Google? Grandpas were kind of Google. Sure. You know, well, we were, that, that's the best thing we have. Before we, if were, your family couldn't afford Encyclopedia Britannica, my grandparents had Encyclopedia Britannica. They're well, yeah, the only from people like I 1978, knew. No, though. no, no, no. These were like late oh, 80s. They, they had them actually modernized. Late 80s. Okay. Yeah, they had space. Like, of they course, had space every, shit in them, man. I'm, like I had access to a set, but I think they were from the. My grandparents were the around first, the time I was born, like 80 or 81. My grandpa, who was a dairy farmer in Lansford, North Dakota, had mm -hmm. the first computer I've ever seen. It was a Tandy. My grandpa was a. We had a Tandy. Yeah. Tandy 1000. Door-to-door salesman, my grandpa bought a computer. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was the most technological advanced person I knew until I was nine years old. S same, my grandfather, same story. Yeah. And same it's just, fucking story. But then now, he's in, he's interested, but the the you know pretty much the extent of my grandpa's technology interest is playing solitaire on, on a tablet. Sure. You know? But that's what I'm saying. Is Google going to be our grandpa? Because yeah. how the fuck are we going to learn how to fish? YouTube? Right. Yeah. Well, that's how I learn everything now, so probably yes. Yeah. YouTube if I need, and Google put it this way: grandma. If I needed to learn how to fish, like a new technique or something, or and I didn't know, yeah, 
I would use YouTube. But what if your grandpa had a secret technique that never hit YouTube? Right, yeah. How, yeah. Much, how much of that generational what are knowledge we losing? will be lost yeah. as a result of this translation? I will never blame as technology, but, but there is a possibility that it, we could lose things from it. That's something is lost in exactly. every translation. That's right. Uh, so this translation of physical uh, carrying down, or um, what do they call the... Um, Oh, the stories passed down from generation to generation. There's, Folk, a, fuck, there's folklore, a fucking word. Folklore. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, transition from that into a more digital free media is a translation of language, and you're going to lose something in the translation. <laughs> well, we're going to gain accuracy, I think, too. You're gonna, you, right. If you look at, like, you know, some you're sort absolutely of going to gain religion, accuracy. if you want to look at things like that, like these, like, stories. And gonna, and, instead of just one point, you're going to gain a counterpoint. Exactly. And a lot of those, a lot of those. You don't have to rely on Gramps being right all the time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm not calling your grandpa wrong. Yep. Okay, I know how bad that hurts. No, my grandpa knows everything. <laughs> my grandpa was never don't wrong. You, don't you say it. He was never wrong. No, yeah. grandpa could have been wrong. Grandpa may have been wrong or may have he been. Could have been wrong. May have been uh, not a good person. So, but in my case, he was. But you, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Positive yeah. and negative. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about this because we lucked out. Yeah. Uh, not everybody lucks out. But maybe it's better that uh, you had Google instead of your crotchety ass, it, it, you know, grandpa. It provides, that it provides potentially the, the potential for two perspectives. That's I crazy. Mean, You're right. And, and, and it, thereby. Confirming or denying Grandpa's claims, and it 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 really uh, kind of cuts the, um, you know, the old caveman. Uh, it cuts the humanity. You know, fire out of the fucking fire uh, bonfire stories that got exaggerated about. Yeah, you know, yeah. you start with one story. You yeah. know, the fish story. How Absolutely. long is the fish? Sure. After ten thousand years. You yeah. Know? You can't and hold it's a out your arms. Dragon. You can't hold arm out your arms wide enough That's to right. show it, because and... then now it's a dragon yeah. that rides the sun. And right. Shit. Yeah. So with with this like nostalgia that I want to hold on to, cut which that out. I blindly I blindly said fuck you to technology because I was so like passionate about keeping this this like you know could be not it could be any information that anyone made it you know mm-hmm. and now everything's verified so we're I'm just it, it's this ne- this time now than ever the amount of knowledge that can be acquired in a short amount of time. <laughs> It's, it's breathtaking. It's a fucking time to be it's alive, isn't it? It's the best time to be alive. Fuck, man. It I is the best you. time to be alive. Yeah. We just, I just, you got to grab all you fucking can and just hug it. Yeah. Hug you, the you fuck get, out of it. Yeah. Find your passion. Get a hold of it. That's right. Get a hold of it. And don't then, just, don't just observe it. You know, uh, keep it partake. Fun. Learn how to partake. Get in there. That's right. You never wake up good at something. Right. And sometimes you have a natural talent, but that's different. To stand and admire is one thing. To, to get to get in there and and manipulate it and and show how you can meld with your passions in life that's the next level that's uh, that's a, a level that's based in the mind and it's unbelievable the whole like cheesy 90s dance like nobody's watching right yeah yeah like, at least that mindset because a lot you, of people are held back by like uh, your judgment exactly. your yourself yourself uh Worth is so high. Your your uh, the shot to the ego. If you don't succeed, you got to let that go. You know? Sure, yeah. So, so many yes. people build themselves yes. up. You know, I think that it's just that they they're at a good place. They've been at a worse place. They're afraid that they're going to go back to the bad place. Yeah, and they're afraid to try new things. But yes, like I said, for fear of that bad place, you don't wake up a professional figure skater. That's a weird analogy Doesn't because happen. I'm nothing like a figure skater, but. Yeah. You don't wake up a professional, you know, a accomplished journalist or no. author. You have to learn. No. You got to learn. You have to learn English. Exactly. From your parents. And then you have to listen in, you know, in fucking elementary school. And then, you know what I'm saying? If you wake up tomorrow and just make a little advancement towards something you're interested in, after six months, you're going to probably be much more 
uh, you know, acquainted with that thing than you would and ever you, imagine. And you will have made your choice as to whether or not to make this a passion or whether or not to move on. And when you find you find yourself a lull where you usually fill those with anxiety filled, weird, empty, bored thoughts, then you have something that yeah. that like kind of takes up your time to where uh, if your mind has nowhere to go where it possibly could go negative, it ends I up going like it, buddy. You yep. just tor- took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Like that is you have to have a place for essentially your mind to go. what has what has worked for myself exactly. in that uh, I have a powerful imagination and a powerful mm-hmm. mind. Yep. And if it's left to its own devices, it tends towards, unfortunately, the negative. Call it wandering off the path. It just tends that way. That is my yin. And so I have to be conscious, aware, and bring up. And it, it, for a while, it, it was something that had to be very involved. And I sense less and less involvement, and now it's it's become uh, really organic to, to my being. But I I can really, really share your sentiment. Like, I, can, that, I can identify the hell out of that. It, it's once you and I'm not even fully aware. I don't think completely. But right. When you get a tight, when you get a taste of it, uh, you just are like, "Yep, that's it. That's yep. why I have fifty fucking one. hobbies. Yep. That's why I like leather work now." And if you asked me last sure. week, I wouldn't have told you anything. Sales in a bottle. Yeah. Exactly. Right, yeah, sales, sales, sales ship in a bottle. Yes. Yeah, uh, sailboat in a bottle. <laughs> sailboat in a bottle. You know, I've never even looked into that. Well, I'm. I'm Probably you know next week I'm gonna chubby. see one. Next week I'm gonna see one in half construction <laughs> on, on the desk. No, I have chubby fingers, dude. Uh, well, I don't know if that was because they have all, to get a, the most all, expensive tweezers that Amazon has. In, like long instruments from the outside. There's tools. Yeah, well, they put the bottle in anytime. There's all tools laid involved. down, and then all you have to do is like stand the masts up. Oh my god! And ex- a kit? basically extend it all. Oh, fuck yeah! There are mini kits. I think I found what the desk needs. Fucking chipping a bottle. That right. just happened. Yeah. But yeah, if you, you made an executive decision, if you find yourself at seven o'clock at night not not knowing what to do or playing Xbox, even though you hate Xbox, then just find something fucking creative. You should make yourself feel uncomfortable at least three or four times a week. I like that. I mean, rule of thumb, I don't know. No, yeah. scare yourself, make yourself feel uncomfortable. I need to. I aspire to live like that more myself. I think everyone. I, I couldn't. I couldn't preach it because I don't live that way. I should. Yeah. Uh, I recognize the need for it and the beauty in it. There's a point in your life where you get to your professional career and your creative career, that much like this podcast journey that we've both been on for yeah. a similar amount of time, that yeah. you're actually forced into situations, and you don't realize it. And Again, like, we come back to the Holy therapeutic fuck, aspect. And we're coming and now. This is happening, and yeah. I do not know this person. I would probably Steer not talk ship, to bitch. this person. Ever Steer again. the ship, bitch. Steer the ship, bitch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, this is fucking real. Yeah. Uh, whoops. Again, we come back to the therapeutic aspect of it. If the, the red it, button, you know? It's so good for you. People podcast. Even if you don't really, even if you don't like put it out there, if you don't want to put it on the internet and let everybody else listen to it, I don't give a fuck. Talk into a microphone. I, <laughs> Find a friend who likes talking into a microphone and have them talk into a microphone too. And then like record it if you feel like it or don't. I don't care, but it fucking feels amazing. Make a f- make a fake microphone. Make a no, fake. No, you know what? Mi- Fuck it, that. Uh, d- Get yeah. the microphones. $10 microphones. You, Use your cell phone. Put your fucking iPhone down as long down as that the conversation's table. being had. Yeah. There's something happens to you when you know that the, when, when you, you hit s- the red button. When it's you the red sit button down offense. for a purpose to say, I'm going to get into this motherfucker's soul. Yeah. With intent. Okay, I'm doing this like on purpose right now. I really want to dig. Yeah. So I don't have to push it. I just allow that intent to flower. Right? Like that, like I plant that intent as a seed at the beginning. And then I let that intent show me what that intent looks like. 
So much like when you drive a car after your 15th, 20th mile, you don't really realize that you're driving a car. And there's times that sure, you'll yeah, be like, I don't point. I don't remember driving that last 15 miles because you uh, there's so you, much that I forget. You call it the zone. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because I'm not censoring. So the red button effect or the record effect that happens to you when you hit record on a podcast or when you're listening, yeah. when you're playing music and everyone's just like perfectly on and it just hits and you get the tingles. What happens to you when you hit record or when you're podcasting is you get that 15 miles down the road yeah. and then you're not thinking about what you're actually doing anymore because uh, you're not looking at the band, you're not looking at your program, you're not looking at the sound hitting the screen nope. and then things start to come out of you that <laughs> normally would not fucking happen. No, no, and, you know, no. And we run into this all the Creativity time. Me and Rob that you, is that we have conversations that aren't recorded and we're like, God damn we it. We should be recording this. I know. That, that's like, when I'm talking to my friends, when I'm whenever I'm not working and I'm back here, or whatever. I was having a. I was at Al's the other yeah. night, just having a drink before bed, and uh, well known for some of the better. And we, we, you know, halfway into a twenty minute, I'm going, "Fuck, we should be recording this." I know. Like, and, and I think of that these days. I took my microphones over to. I don't. I don't house. like. I don't like the idea of losing out. On, I know. on what could be a good talk. Or, it's a thin line though because or a what's up podcast. Your wife I looks just, at you just like. There was a time when I first started doing this that I would try to stop conversations before we were getting ready to podcast, you know? Sure. And I'd be like, can you save that? And it always got lost. And people kind of got offended. But it was just like, please don't be offended. What you're saying is so interesting that I just want to hear it. But it's much like, it's like when you get really in or obsessed into anything. I jump headfirst into things. I'm very much that guy as well. Uh we're only on this earth for a short time, and I don't know what happens after, but yeah, I want to get really weird with it. Yeah, and sometimes whatever makes me feel cozy, like sometimes, you know, a hotel room and Sleepy Hollow uh, on the East Coast, which was accidental around Halloween, was the <laughs> best red wine drunk I've ever had in my life. And I've strived to like emulate that in other, at, during sure. Halloween this year, and I couldn't sure, do it. Couldn't do it. I was looking for the fuzziness, man. You know what I mean? And sometimes. I think I, oh, I think I do. Yeah. Oh, I think I do. I think that has a lot to do with drinking, too. You look for that one great buzz that you had. I mean. They are beautiful. Yeah. Right and there. when you find them again, you're like, oh, yeah. That's it. Here I am. States of mind mm. are, are chasing, very much tied into that. Chasing and, states of mind. Yeah. Or uh, I like the idea these days of reverse engineering them. There you uh, go. If you, can, if you can first train yourself Pavlovian style. Uh, to put yourself into a state of mind, uh, given a curtain, st- given a set set of stimuli, or even just one stimuli, a glass of this particular flavor of wine, or a certain flavor, a certain smell, a certain action, whatever, to put you into a certain frame of mind. Thereby, later on, after you do that, you could reverse engineer that state of mind and bring it up by only bringing up that stimulus, and it would work backwards. So that if you wanted to induce a certain state, a certain state of mind at any given time, you just remember what that stimulus is. Do that, and you will find yourself in that state of mind, whether it be creative or relaxed, or uh, you know, you can really start to hone in on what is it that you want to do this evening. Do you want to be this? I well, find then, myself chasing. Then you that. grab that stimuli and head to that direction. Exactly. So it's, it's very much intended uh, placement. Of consciousness within a frame of mind, exactly. a set frame of mind, in order to attain a certain task or to complete a certain set of tasks, you know, and things like that. Yeah, for lack of a better term, it's kind of a hobby of mine to find that sure. state of mind and then, and then build on it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the better wine. Learn, learn to recognize it exactly, too. and watch it with my wife. You know, yeah. or or you know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, I've always had this like fantasy, or my imagination always goes to this like special place for Halloween. I don't know why. 
it was like has to probably to do with my childhood about like we had some great Halloweens when people were really into decorating and sure. the kids the streets were just filled you know the nineties era I the Ninja identif- Turtle shit you know I can identify completely. and I always you're describing my, my childhood right and I always find myself around Halloween trying to like find that that era. I want to. I want. If I had a you're fucking time about, machine, you're talking about the feel beyond feel. Exactly. The the actual identity of a current of a set like a, a, a window feeling. in time. Exactly. Like if if a window in time a strand had a flavor. Exactly. Or a this, smell. This would be a flavor or a smell or a yeah. feeling. It, it's in your gut. It's below the diaphragm. Uh, when you're experiencing it, uh, you're it's talking. Like I've taken four small snapshots from this time that I that I yes, would love yes. to would love to like relive, and sure. those are these snapshots of like looking out the window of like the kids that were starting to to trick or treat when it was like kind of sketchy when it was like you're a little bit too early because it's not dark enough. Sure, I see sure. the kids. You know, I picture that. You see you the know? first ones. If you see the first ones, and then I you can, know it's good, and then you know it's good. Yeah, and then once they've gone out, you're there. But this this it's this one picture. It's like it's like a fucking Norman Rock well painting of my okay. of my childhood okay. yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and i come back to that and like just the I anticipation the of halloween and this is i'm just breaking this down to halloween i have a christmas one yeah i have a lake one you know have you noticed that that's the only feeling like that that exists yep is the one that goes beyond nostalgia it's nostalgia it's nostalgia squared it's beyond nostalgia. It's the fifth dimension of nostalgia. Just recognizing nostalgia and is it's a one feeling, and it, then it, feeling it, nostalgia. It, it, it has a flavor. People mark it, it has, off. Of this shit. It has a color palette. It has a flavor. It has an identity all in and of itself. It's unmistakable. It's almost as though you're standing with, like, in the presence of yourself. Yep. Uh, and I, I can tell you with confidence. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And it's very special. It is. It's and very special. Kind of oddly how his like style and home decor it's has changed. Very special. You can almost get back there. That's the spot. That's exactly what I'm talking like about. Like the mod. The, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, like, uh, it, to me, it would be the late 70s. Um, flower print, weird green. <laughs> yeah, like orange thick, couch. Thick draperies. Davenport. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I know, but it man. has that flavor, and it's very special. It's, it's like nostalgia, but it's like nostalgia on steroids. Exactly. And, and it's very, very special. It's like euphoric it, once you like get a touch of it, like yeah. accidentally, like deja vu Sometimes you brush up against it. Sometimes you head there on purpose. Yep. You, but, but at best, I've, I've gotten grasps at it like like catching fish in a but stream. i feel that just like searching for or just like trying to attain it and now and now share it with my children it's one of the more peaceful and beautiful Man. things a person can do and i don't think it ever gets talked about and I that's why i feel like and it gets that's passed where, over. and that's why see, i feel so passionate about you see, this tradition given the nature of it how easy it would be passed. to lose it how easy it would be to be forgotten and and i i i yeah. God damn it, I want to cheers you and yeah, hug man. you at the same time. Yeah. You are right on the money. Yeah, so... I am behind you a thousand percent like, I don't, in this I'm endeavor. Not, I'm not mad at you, technology. No, 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 no. no. But but you are... You're, a you're fucking thing, with something. But you're fucking with yeah, something. Yeah, you're fucking with something deep. Yeah, and, and I don't want to get in the way I of progress. I don't have any awesome memories watching YouTube. I, I don't want to get in the way of progress. Yeah, I don't either. But can, can I guess, can, can we just... Uh, maybe a... a Instead of saying that this is uh, a negative thing, it's not right. Like a call out to bring back something that we feel You're we've right. lost. That's a mentality. That's, that's a bad mentality to have. Day. That's yeah. a bad mentality to have. The one that we should have is, weren't they great? Yeah. Here's to what 
recycling those into a whole yeah and because there's still seeds if we could just incorporate tradition into some sort of software that got popular sure yeah Oh, by that. Maybe that's a phone app, you know, called yeah. Tradition. Nostalgia And 2. whenever 0. you do something that's traditional in your family, you take a picture of it and mm-hmm. you post it to your app. And no one can see it but your family because no one needs to fucking see it but your family unless you want to share Le- it with people. Legacy wear. Legacy wear. I like 2.0. Yep. Tradition. 2.1.6.5. It'll be iTradition. iTradition. For, right. for, for you folks yeah. with, uh, in the uh, Apple camp. Or if you're an Android, uh, Candy Bar Tradition 1.7. Right, and then like a poop emoji. (laughs) Let's take a break. 